Ladies, 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 specifically the ladies. This one's going out to the <laughs> to the ladies. I thought I hit a reverb button. I was like, why is it echoing? Ladies. I was going to say ladies and gentlemen, but right now I'm just talking to the ladies. Yeah, we need more ladies in here. Yeah. It's a big sausage fest. Yeah, especially in the Discord. Yeah. It's just a bunch of brothers arguing. Yeah, literally. Being alpha, trying yep. to out-alpha each other. Well, um, trying being the keyword. Yeah, keyword. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, this is RPT, Red Piltamales. Boy, we have made a huge splash in this political climate. How is it possible that all the breakfast tacos are starting to wake up, mistrust, you know, distrust the uh, mainstream media, starting to question the narrative? They see the censorship. They see big tech doing some goofy ass shit. And boy, RPT is the tip of the spear when it comes to waking up la raza. Uh, sometimes I have a rough morning and I just contemplate wanting to apologize just for the sake of my health and safety and my career. Like almost be like, dear Twitter, I'm sorry. I'll never tweet. You know what I'm saying? You want to do it like Jimmy Fallon too? Like where he writes his notes? Go ahead and pretend like he's writing a note to the audience. Yeah. Cause all my red pill people, I want y'all to know, like, it's not a sincere apology. I'm just trying to make sure that all the venues still accept me. Um, instead of the no apologies tour, it might be the yes Yes, apologies. You were, you were right. You were right. Uh, Phoenix, Arizona, I am headed your way. Actually, when this, is it going to be like tonight by the time this uploads? I can upload it tonight. I mean, it'll, it'll be, it would be, t- it would be literally be one in the morning when it goes I'll out. just say this. Wednesday, August 17th, Phoenix, Arizona at Stand Up Live. Spread the word. I'm coming to the 602, the AZ. And I'm saying, hey, all my border states, unite. Uh, tonight, my, tonight, tonight. Tonight, tonight. <laughs> We'll sell you the whole chair. You'll only need the edge. (laughs) One night only. Phoenix, Arizona, August 17th. I'll see you there. Next stop, San Jose, California, August 24th. I love to tour the day after my birthday on a Wednesday in Califas, in the Bay Area. San Jose, I'll see you there, August 24th. Let's sell it out, baby. Chicago, first time performing at Zany's, August 31st, also a Wednesday. I'm the king of Wednesday night shows. And then everyone's like, why didn't you come on a Friday? And then I got to tell you, bro... We got to sell out the damn Wednesday first before they give me a whole weekend. Brea, California, September 14th. Oxnard, September 15th. Looking forward to SoCal once again. Austin, Texas. Yes. Finally, at Cap City, September 28th. Word on the streets. Joe Rogan may be in attendance. (laughs) Jingle Bling's ringing bells. He's representing that Texas comedy scene. Many people say many people will be in attendance. San Antonio. Finally, boy. A whole weekend. Lord have mercy. Shout finally, out San Antonio. Finally, finally a weekend. Man, San Antonio really got my back. September 29th through October 2nd. Whew. Bill's going to get paid, baby. San Antonio, September 29th. Appreciate the love. Salt Lake City, Utah, October 7th. And then Las Vegas, Nevada. Thea weekend. First of all, the gathering of the Juggalos has gone Gross. super non-binary, super... Super de duper, uh, pansexual. I didn't know that was still a thing. Yeah, you thought the gathering of the juggalos died? You yeah. thought they stopped? Why would they stop, Rob? I have no idea. They got a huge supportive fan base. They wear they wear funky clothes sometimes. I see they got infiltrated by some radical leftist, uh, some rhetoric going. It's some it's some weird ideology. I, I saw some photos. Shout out the base tattooist. He's actually, I, I believe, a captain. Yes, he is. One of the Thea captains. Uh, he littered. The Discord with photos of the uh, 
the gathering of the juggalos. So many photos. I thought they were like fake photos, but it's intense. Unbelievable. So the gathering of the Thea is going to offset all of that. That is Las Vegas, Nevada. First annual Thea weekend. Stand back, stand by. October 8th through the 9th. I'll see you there. Finally, another weekend. Yes. Addison, Texas. I will see you. Thank, thank you so much, DFW, for the love. Addison, Texas, November 4th through the 6th. Also, I need to figure out when I'm going to film this hour. We're going to film it in San Antonio. Uh, not at the LOL. Not not during not mm, during mm. September 29th. So we're going to figure out when. So between now and then, I got to just continue to polish and edit. Uh, I was writing some new stuff yesterday and this morning, polishing. I'll test it out in Phoenix. That could be a new chunk, a new little segment. And very timely, might I add. <laughs> uh, all right, Red Alert. New idea. Rob and I had a meeting before this. And genius idea from Robert. Uh, DJ producer Big Rod, Robert Garza. How's it going, everybody? Burr, burr, burr. Burr, burr, burr. Also loved your podcast, man. Started a new podcast. I did, yeah. It's a part of, uh, at least in my head, I'm calling it an RPT production. Um, it's called That's Odd. And if you go listen to it, you can just search for it. It's got the big, uh, It's got, it, basically, it's the emoji where you're thinking and the globe is a silhouette behind it. Because like I said in it, there's so many things we talk about, dude, that I can't believe they're real. Like, I, even though I've been paying attention to this stuff since I was young, young, I still can't believe that over the last decade, what has transpired has transpired. So yeah. I'm left with these drives home that are 45 minutes to an hour sometimes of traffic. And I'm like, this is crazy. And then finally, I was like, All right, I'm going to start a podcast and kind of just expand on some of these ideas. You know, short 20, 30 minute episodes for your drive to work or on the treadmill or whatever. So go subscribe. It's called That's Odd. And if you want to be on it, I'm going to be having people from the Thea on it periodically over the next couple of months. And I listened to the first episode, and I, I was waiting for you to go full Alex Jones. I gotta wait. I gotta wait. Yeah, I was like, okay, this is very introductory. This is just Rob explaining <laughs> yeah. why he's making the show. So you can, I'm giving you the time, the opportunity to be like, because I even said, if politics isn't your thing, don't X out. Like, just stick with me. But I'm gonna go full AJ. Okay, for sure. And I love your setup. It looks great. Thank you. Um, maybe after I get after one of these weekends, I will go ahead and, and uh, cash out. On some of these uh, equipment pieces, bro, because I need a similar setup. Yeah, we got to get you the exact same setup so you can just come in here. And when you want to have your AJ moment, you just hit that fucking bo that button. Yeah, no, it was it was well produced. I love it. So here's the idea. All right, Rob came up with. Mm -hmm. He said, "What if we do a live specifically for the all access uh, level tier and up? Mm -hmm. Right, all the all access, which is the ten dollar a month folk." And of course, the captains, which we got something else coming for you. The captains are the 25 a month. And um, so it's going to be a live podcast on Monday where you guys can stream. You'll get a link and you'll be in the room, basically. And you'll be able to comment and chat in real time. And it'll be a podcast episode where now it'll be like, okay, boom, bass tattooist just said, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Fresco Kicks just chimed in. Oh, Juan Big Stoner. Hopefully all you guys, Giovanni, the whole clique can all make it and all tune in and, um, you know, make some time on a Monday. Yeah, because people have always said like, man, I wish I could start the week with an RPT, right? Uh, and we've never done a Monday episode and we've never done live episodes. All of them are pre-recorded for just scheduling purposes and whatever. But yeah, I think uh, the first ever, the first ever live RPT first will start ever. on Monday. What's the date? 822. That's what it is. 822.22. That's right. That's, that's when live podcasts will start for our uh, all access and above tier on Patreon. Only on Patreon. Yeah, so all the uh, $5 tier folk, y'all going to be left out. I'm sorry. This is not for you. It is what it is. Patreon.com forward slash Red Pill Tamales. Sass. We appreciate it. Um, ¿Qué más, güey? 
Uh, well, dude, there's so much to talk about. There's so much going on that I don't know personally where to start. But uh, you can you can pick your poison on that list, mm-hmm. or if there's anything off the top of your head, because I know you're going out of town. Your birthday's coming up. I kind of want to just ease into it and ask you how you feel about turning another year, you know, older. <clears throat> Man, I'm turning 43, August 23rd, the day I fly out to San Jose to perform, which I love to perform. I don't do it enough. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes it's very sparse because the Houston open mic scene, no offense, you got a lot of lefty Larry's. I I really want to hit one of these open mics one day and just hit them with all my super ultra MAGA fucking out the gate right wing as fuck. You know what I'm saying? You haven't done an open mic in in town in a while. They're they're counterproductive. They're they're a waste of time a lot of time. Now, shout out to uh, the handful of comics like Jeff Joe uh jesse saldana like you know grady uh grady uh pruitt uh victor tran he's like traveling with uh opening up for some big names he's i think i think he lives in new york now oh word but anyway uh there are a lot of great comics obviously you got you know whiskey brothers in town so there are some great comics that put together like good quality shows yeah it's like if jesse invites you to some shit you know you know the line is gonna be be fire jesse payton He's always out of town, mainly. But, um, you know, there's quality comedians. Don't, don't get it twisted. However, sometimes these open mics yeah. are hit or motherfucking miss, where you're just going to pick up bad habits. You're going to lose confidence. What, what do you think? It, what would you attribute it to, man? Because Houston used to be such a hotbed <laughs> for comedy, right? Like the scene used to be popping. Like maybe not quite the comedy store old LA level, but it was. And then over time, like you've got people kind of, maybe because the city's so big, I don't know, it's spread out, but you don't find these rooms or shows where it's like fire, fire, fire all the time. Well, those clubs went away, man. The laugh stop. Uh, I mean, I was too young to, uh, I was probably on some other shit, but like I forget when those clubs shut down, those historic where you had like Sam Kinison and right. Ralphie May. Oh, Ralphie. Um, forgot about Ralphie. Just a lot of the, you know, Bill Hicks. I mean, even when Rogan and um, what's the guy, man? Dane was, Cook? Yeah. And when Dane Cook would come down, they'd film and they'd record their 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 comedy albums there. Um, I well, loved Dane Cook, man. Well, for one, those venues shut down. Yeah. Right? That'll do it. But, but the reason a lot of these open mics suck, man, is you just got like amateur motherfuckers trying to make some shit pop off and not everybody got the sauce big dog no. so you got to really come with it that alty shit that alty style comedy where you're just like that ironic like, kind yeah, of yeah just ironic it's a joke within a joke it's meta it's like it's a you know this performance art and it's like that's dude the fact that it's not funny makes it funny and I it's never like got it. <laughs> it that's got to be some lefty larry shit that has to be some like I went to a woke university. Uh, you got this weird idea of what's funny. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you bring all that woke shit to the stage, and you ain't got no flavor. So that's why the shit don't sell, bro. Um, have you seen Bill Burr's uh, abortion joke video going around? Uh, I I might have. Uh, I might have. I've been hearing about it. Yeah. Do you want to you want to play about it the baby? Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Uh, uh, the, about the cake? the cake mix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just to kind of break. Yeah, the I think ice. I did see. It. It's like you threw my cake. Oh, okay. Good. 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 You, you, you go look it up if you haven't looked it up. It's really good. But like that kind of stuff, I feel like you couldn't do it in an open mic around here. You know what I mean? It would just ruffle because a lot of the times it's just other comedians in the room. A lot of times they're Lefty Larry open micers. That one of them, one of them tried to call me out. Oh God. Because I left a comment on uh, what's that dude's. I forget the Asian comics name. He had a Netflix special and he was he was basically doing a joke. I've told the story before. He was doing a joke 
this New York comedian, the Asian guy. I forget his name. <laughs> he was doing a joke about uh, misinformation. You got to do more with your platform. If not, those that are unjabbed are going to die. And, you know, you should say more so you could save the ignorant. And he's like, why not say less and kill off the ignorant? It's a win-win. First of all, the jab don't, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I don't even know what I'm allowed to say. But y'all need to follow... Um, Fuck, what is she, uh, Dr. Naomi Wolf? Mm, yeah, yeah. She has a whole team and a staff. Um, she has a Daily Clout IO, is like the website. Well, they just got banned off of Twitter this what? morning. Yeah, because they're airing out data saying, look at how many miscarriages, look at how many uh, people, uh, menstrual cycles got thrown off, uh, fertility, myocarditis, pericarditis, all this stuff. If you got healthy young people falling out, and I fuck around, get banned, just saying this shit. But uh, you know what I'm saying? We pure bloods over here, baby. Anyway, I left a comment on the guy's joke. And I'm just like, that's what we're doing? We're cucking for Big Pharma? In essence, that's what my comment was. I was like, okay, so we're doing jokes about pro-Big Pharma. Raging for the machine. Basically, right? And this other, didn't nobody call this boy. I'm, I'm talking to the Netflix person. I'm, I'm in the comment section of this dude. I don't even know. This boy came from left field. Literally. Left field, probably no deodorant. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if he's vegan. I don't know what the fuck. Uh, coexist sticker on his car. Fucking <laughs> Beto boy. Beto boy. Straight Beto boy. Comes out the motherfucking out left side talking about, oh, yeah, well, what if, how about he, what if he would have had some other comedians carry the load on his special? Basically saying that's what I did when I, <laughs> when I was on Netflix. Shout out to Jesus Sepulveda, John Stringer, Jerry Garcia. We had an ensemble. It was great. And um, anyway, we had sketches and everything else. It wasn't your traditional thing. I was new. Bitch, I know what it is. Ho, I still own it. And I got paid. Yeah, bitch. And um, homeboy was just all fucking triggered. Anyway, open micers uh, a lot of times are idiots. Was it Ronnie Chang? Ronnie Chang was the person who had the Netflix special who did the bit. He's the person who I left the comment. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. gotcha. I don't even know that guy. I don't either. I just looked, I honestly, I typed in New I, York Asian comedian. I don't know him. I don't, got, <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have nothing against him. I could care less. I was just making a comment because it's a free fucking country, which is basically I'm critiquing the angle of the humor, right? I'm right. not Mr. fucking Bill Burr where, oh, you got a lot of room to talk, you know, Mr. Chingo Blink. Yeah. Anyway. Well, well, speaking of COVID, though, have you seen the new guidelines? Yeah, but this was tricky. So a lot of people on the right getting triggered by the new guidelines, which basically says if you get sick, you ain't got to quarantine. You ain't got to miss work. Kids can go back to school. Mm -hmm. There's no distinction between jabbed and unjabbed. Folks on the right are saying, and I want to start doing this. I want to start trying to lay out what folks on the left are saying, mm -hmm. how they perceive things, right? Because sometimes people get triggered and they're like, it's just you and Rob and y'all never have anybody else from the left and y'all are just spewing your misinformation. Anyway, folks on the right are basically saying, so we were right all along, right? Um, so y'all were forcing people to go bankrupt and lose their job and be late on their mortgage and go f and get foreclosed because y'all were forcing the medical apartheid, right? It mm -hmm. was jabber job. So many people got kicked out where it's like had to opt out and quit and resign and go without their pension, whatever. People on the left are like, we now have newer tools. You know, the virus has evolved. You know, this is where we are now. So although y'all were saying that from the beginning, like 
this is stupid, you know, just fuck the masks, fuck the distancing, this is dumb, it's all about control. Although y'all were saying, this is my lefty voice, although y'all were saying on that, that on the right from the beginning, we are now arriving at the point with the guidance of the experts at the CDC, you know, the World Health, whoever. Is Mr. At, Sanchez talking? Who is that? Who's, your, who's the character? Is it Lalo Sanchez? Or? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a character we do sometimes, reels. And then we did Lefty Larry characters, and people didn't don't understand sarcasm. And my page was starting to get all, a lot of right-wing people saying, dude, you're totally misinformed. And it's like, <laughs> it's a character. But I'm anyway. a comedian. Yeah. So folks on the left, they're basically saying, now we have the tools. Now we have the data. Now, now we're pivoting now that we're at the Omicron and everything else. Omicron, you my son. What's the lyrics? Yeah. You the weakest strain. You, you the, the Omicron. Omicron. The great song. I'm the coldest dumb. Peep my style. Peep your style. You my son. Great, great song. Great song. Some might say it's one of the best. I've been sunning rappers in the game for so long <laughs> that I have grandchildren. Yeah. Uh, the remix. Yeah. So, so um, have you been hearing about what's going on at the border? Oh, bro. Yeah. Do, oh, so funny you bring that up because you might I might have to get Oscar Blue back on here. We definitely do because I was unaware up until today, mm-hmm. up until this morning, just how many people. Now, to put it into perspective, do you know the number? Do you know the number of, of crossings in, in the. I, oh, oh no, no, crossings. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, you're talking about crossings. What are you talking about? Oh, you're talking about the shit going I'm down. I'm talking about the war. I'm talking about the narco state, Woo. the potential failed state. At our southern border. Sorry, dude, your camera turned yeah. off. Patreon.com forward slash Red Piltamales. We have a Canon DSLR camera, and the way Canons are built is they're scheduled to shut off for some reason after 30 minutes. You want to know why we'll get back to the border? Mm-hmm. It's for tax purposes. So when cameras are imported, there's a tax in the United States where if it records over 30 minutes, it's considered a filmmaking product, mm. not just a video-making product. Mm. Anyway, Ain't that a bitch. Just thought I'd throw it out Ain't there. that a bitch. <laughs> well, hey, now, now you got 87,000 more of this auditor army to fucking further exacerbate tax. And that's for the next story. But going back to the border, are you, were you talking about the, the shit going I'm down? I'm talking about... Civi- Look, my family's from Tamaulipas, and that's... That's one of the main reasons why we had to stop going and we had to slow down because you got your family members out there like, hey, fool, y'all don't come right now. Y'all gonna come over here in y'all's new little pickup truck. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You, y'all pulling up at my house. The block is hot. Like, there's curfew. The kids are traumatized. They hear a fucking book fall and make a loud sound and they're hitting the deck because they think it's the setas yeah. going at it with fucking whatever, Cartel del Golfo and all this other shit. So now you got... Cartel Jalisco Nueva Generacion, CJNG, they setting it off. First of all, with this whole war on drugs thing, did y'all really think it was going to stop with El Chapo? The shit got worse. CJNG, that cartel, was the only cartel that grew in power, size, reach, etc. during the pandemic. Everybody else had their dope business fucked off because people couldn't move around, people couldn't go buy their dope. Well, these motherfuckers had a direct plug with China. And they were getting the the chemists from over there, the labs, the parts, the fentanyl, the all the ingredients, and they were pumping it through, right? Either through the fucking wide open gaps, uh, no telling, right? Uh, tunnels, I mean, fucking pick your poison, right? These motherfuckers got drones, they got buku shit. Meanwhile, the United States is too busy worried about Ukraine's border with Russia, 
actually the Russian-speaking border of Ukraine, mm. right? Because Ukraine is in this part where uh, throughout history, they either had to like, all right, well, we down with Poland or, okay, well, fuck it, we down with Russia or, or whatever, you know. But um, we done sent so many billions. Every time you look up, oh, we need to send more money over there. Corrupt as motherfucking, I don't know, Joe, you know, Joe be lying, Joe be hiding, sending billions over there to worry about their border. Meanwhile, you had 11 innocent bystanders murdered in Juarez, which is a border town right there next to El Paso. You have all these border towns. You got everything from like Nogales, Calexico, Tijuana, uh, uh, Tecate, like all, there's just border town, border town, border town, border town. Not, not to mention even how many towns, you know, Piedras Negras, Del Rio, Eagle Pass, Laredo, Nuevo Laredo. Like, you can, we can be here all day. You know, Matamoros, Bronzeville, you know, <laughs> Reynosa, Macalén. We could be here all day just shouting out fucking cities, right? So apparently, uh, they started, the, the cartels, they're actually starting to um, uh, 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 try to convict some of them as terrorists for terrorism, right? First time ever, historic. So they done set it off in Guanajuato, uh, Tijuana, Juarez. They're, uh, you know, sh shutting down freeways and, and roads and stuff. They're burning cars, basically letting the government know, right? Bitch, you're not finna try to regulate us. And I, I don't know exactly what their beef is with AMLO and, and just the Mexican government because they're all in cahoots anyway. But they're basically letting them know, bitch, don't forget, we run shit. Now, the states, the governors of mexico of different states right are having to like hey dude we need like national guard like federalities like some something like some type of a uh, backup it's not amlo doing this shit it's not the president that motherfucker last week said well you know these people got human rights too and you know i, I know they're they so dope and stuff but you know what you want me to do type of thing right they, they got their due process which i guess to an extent but it's like is the united states prepared to deal with a failed narco state at our southern border. Now, um, imagine if a politician says, if somebody, um, obviously Carrie Lake, she's always speaking spicy, like, hey, this is an invasion, yada, yada, yada. Abbott, he's doing his best. He's sending busloads to D.C. and New York. But imagine if somebody, a president, somebody says, hey, we're going to go after these cartels and we're going to shut it down. Like, ain't no more fentanyl. You know what I mean? Ain't no more gaps in the wall. Whatever. How many Mexicans are going to be like, finally, my tia, they're terrorizing your, your abuelita and your tia and the primas and the primos. Like, there's a bunch of um, violence going on and they're, they're ramping it up. That's crazy, man. Um, I know people who are, you know, wanting to go for whatever reason maybe they got family or something you know to some of these particular areas and they don't seem to think it's that big of a deal right they're not very informed on it and it's 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 like you can't really you can't tell them enough to like look into it maybe ask a little bit more like don't just go blindly thinking it's like it was before what part of mexico are they going to uh tamalipas being <clears throat> one of them yeah and a couple of the surrounding areas and i'm just like I, I almost I, I do say like listen to the podcast we talk about it from time to time we've had people on but like even just on a day-to-day -day, like breaking news kind of stuff like just keep up with it don't just go blindly thinking it's hunky-dory gonna be okay like you got to be prepared for some stuff and at least know what's going on or as i would say just don't go right now no no pasa nada that's that's, that's the attitude but you know what though um i don't know if shit has hit the fan 
in Tamaulipas because that's different territory. Yeah. Um, if you start to see some shit pop off, it might end up being amongst cartels trying to figure out who's going to control that plaza, mm-hmm. that entryway, right? Um, but I don't know if it's hit Tamaulipas yet, so you might be cool. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, you heard it here first. <laughs> you know, chingo said no pasa nada, todo tranquilo. <laughs> ta, 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 ta. Meanwhile, my, what I was uh, bringing or thought you were bringing up originally was the amount of crossings we've had oh, okay. since the, I guess, the fiscal year, which I think started October. So coming up on a year in the last 12 months, we'll say. Do you, do you, want, do you know how much? No, let me know. 400,000 people. From uh, since from October, from, no, from October to October. October to October? Yeah. How, from, we're, in, we're in August. I, yeah, I know, but I'm oh. just, from October to now, I should say. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Okay. And, and guess what, man? A lot of times, you know, I was on that other side of the debate for the longest time because it yeah. was emotions, don't care about your facts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, Plus, but, but then again, didn't nobody persuade me? Didn't nobody like, maybe some people would try to push back in the comment section when, when I was like super anti-Trump, mm-hmm. but it wasn't specifically like, hey, dude, what's this? They can't deport us all bullshit. Yeah. Uh, do you understand what you're promoting, especially now versus like, 20 years ago big difference or whatever 10 15 and um so yeah these numbers now all these folks Mm -hmm. they're gonna have they're gonna need a place to live and a place to work right yeah and you already hear mr sanctuary city eric adams mayor of new york city is like whoa 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 a couple thousand is we can't handle we weren't ready for this our shelters weren't scheduled for that you know what i'm saying and all of a sudden it's like well you a sanctuary city you're Mr. Democrat. And then he said, I'm going to take, I'm going to tell all my folks in Texas how to vote because we can't have Abbott doing this. And it's like, bro, what are you talking about? You're a sanctuary city. You said, no, don't turn away no immigrants. We were going to protect you from the federal rules or we're going to protect you from ICE or whatever. Okay, well, here goes some more. Here goes some more on your, on your doorstep. These people are going to have to find a place to work and live. Now, have you seen the front of a Home Depot lately, my brother? <laughs> Bro, the competition in with the food vent, like the people selling cocos, mangos, like they they parked, they they go back to their car to like re-up. There's one over here under the tree. There's one over here closer by the feeder and the freeway. There's one over there by that entrance, by the subway. Like it's like five or six, like there's more money being made by the people selling snacks to the people waiting to get picked up to go work. It's like the real hustle isn't wait to get picked up to go work. It's, motherfucker, you want a Capri Sun, my G? <laughs> Una coca mexicana. Aquí tengo un lonche allá. Esos pinches lonches resecos. No le dan. Aquí le, le echamos tocino, compare. Like, I don't know what they selling. But um, all these folks that are coming in. Now, now check this out. I forget. Um, somebody left a comment on the YouTube. Make sure y'all follow RPT Studios. And and also uh, Jingle Blink. search my name, Chingo Blink. We got multiple pages, Big Don. So coming from all angles, somebody left a comment and they were like, Chingo, are you saying that the black community should not vote uh, Democrat because of the pro open border policy? Because you're saying that that's going to affect them. And they were trying to like push back. And I was like, yeah, because all these folks are going to need a place to work. If there's like a black gentleman who started a landscaper company, he's 
he's competing against somebody who just got here from God knows where. They might be from Chile, Haiti, Panama. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Pick a country. Spin the globe. They all coming. <laughs> Spin the globe. Spin the globe. We got to get you a globe right there. Uh, give me a flat globe, my G. How dare you? Know what I'm talking about? Uh, no, nah, I saw the curvature in uh, Oklahoma City. <laughs> courtesy of Dude, Obama. we got to make that shirt. I saw the curvature. I saw the curvature. Yeah, motherfucker. High shit. A globe. Just a silhouette of you. Ooh. A globe high shit. Oh, yeah. That's good. Well, it can't be a globe. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw the curvature. Saw the curvature. That makes sense. He was smoking with me. The, cur- the earth was smoking with me. That's funny. So let me just make my damn point. <laughs> Sign up for the newsletter at chingobling.com. Join the newsletter uh we put together an email a beautiful email beautiful email it goes out weekly and it goes out weekly don't forget all right basically if if a black gentleman is up for just a manual labor type of job just something where the wages are gonna go down because somebody from honduras somebody from el salvador some i'm not trying to pick on countries right but somebody from somewhere might do it for a little bit cheaper because it's like, bro, I'm just happy to be here. I'm just trying to get by. And now you got a real deal citizen. We got to make citizenship be worth something again. Mm-hmm. You know what I never hear, and maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong, was when these discussions are being had is people talking about assimilation, like cultural assimilation, like these people that come from spin the globe, like you said, we're not just talking about Mexico. Please don't get so no. triggered about it. First of all, it's mainly OTM yeah. other than Mexico. Yeah, like 100%. But people that are going to be maybe getting some of these clips fed to them because of the algorithm in the audience demographic will be like, he's talking about Mexicans. Not the case. Yeah, he's hating on Mexicans. Regardless, um, I don't hear about that. I don't hear people talking about how they're going to assimilate when they get here. Like they just completely gloss over that fact wouldn't you agree that they never talk about that so are you're basically saying like it should be noted that assimilation is necessary to keep american western identity and values yeah for sure cultural values behaviors moral all that kind of stuff like there is a process to not only becoming or being an american but like once you're here in order to sustain that or maintain that right there has to be a common direction that we're all going in meanwhile my parents with their broken english (laughs) are getting triggered like ah que dijo este cabron (laughs) and and really more so my brother is i'm i'm reading um America's Covert Border War, which is basically about jihadists, right? And one of the chapters is showing the proof in the pudding, saying, proof of concept. We saw what happened in Europe when they wanted to take in all these, wherever they, from Bangladeshi, Syrian refugees, people with different cultural norms, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. Now you get to the point where um, somebody who's in parliament in, in the UK, like their Congress or whatever, who uh, a female who was maybe uh, raped by these grooming gangs, right? Where they take the girls in, get them hooked on dope, and then when the dad goes looking for the daughter, saying, "Hey, bro," they're the law says, "Oh, well, she's a prostitute." It's like, what are you talking about? They stole my daughter. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, no, she, that's a prostitute now. We don't want to deal with it because they don't want to be called racist. Mm. So, different cultural norms, people coming in, not assimilating. That's why you got these red zones, these no-go zones where you got like the police can't even go in, where you got so many Muslims in, in an area in, in Europe where the police aren't allowed to go in. They have to get permission from like the head of the mosque and they got Sharia law and they got they play by their own rules. Let's not forget Obama allowed a shit ton of Somalians in Minnesota. No offense. 
I know as many, most of them are very good people. <laughs> Shout out to my Somali Americans. Hey, I'm not mad at y'all. However, sometimes they don't want to assimilate to the fact of like Western Judeo-Christian values. Like what, what are the principles that made America, America? And you trying to come over here and you do a survey in motherfucking Twin Cities, Minnesota somewhere. And you interview some, some Somali folk. A lot of them are going to be like, we need to have Ilhan Omar be the president. We need to have Sharia law. And all women got to be covered. And whatever, whatever. The same shit they try to make up about Christian Christian nationalists and their rosary, which is a weapon, a symbol of hate. That's what, they, that's what the Atlantic said. Did it? Yeah. Dude, check this video out. This is of... Um uh bill malugan bill malugan bill malugan bill fox L, at bill fox la um shows this video here of the most recent you know i don't know what do you call it not apprehension but it was just basically people being processed where uh, is that eagle pass that is eagle pass I, yep. th- I dude i need to go back to eagle pass for a show or something and just check the temperature and peep uh people's opinion well, the reason I brought it up, too, is because Mr. Musk was commenting on this thread. Did you see that? Mm-mm. So he comments on here. Uh, Elon Musk? Yeah. On Bill Malugan's thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, look, they're, they're interacting here. He goes, uh, 400,000. So, by the way, 400,000 is the population, more than the population of New Orleans, by the way. Keep that in mind. Uh, 400K from one border crossing in less than a year, and Bill Malugan replies, that's correct. 400,000, Justin Del Rio sector. Just, Justin Del Rio. Since the fiscal year of 2022, beginning Just. October 1st. That's what I, that, so that fiscal year. Count. I thought you meant the nation. No, no, no. Just no. Del Rio? Just Del Rio. I did not know. I missed that part. Bro, I, that's what I was, that's what I thought you were going to kick off nah. with because I was blown away by I, this. I totally missed that part, that it was one sector. And that doesn't include Godaways. Those are, those be the worst ones. They don't, those are the ones that don't want to get caught, don't want to turn themselves into La Migra. So then Elon uh, continues, strange that this receives very little attention from the media. Oh. Oh. Bro, When if y'all check out that book, America's Covert Border War by Todd Benzman, dude, he goes through and talks about how many jihadists, like for example, um, I don't know if you remember, but apparently Trump... Somewhere on the campaign trail, this might have been 2016, where he said, they're finding uh, Islamic prayer rugs at the border. They get abandoned. Basically, the jihadists are blending in with people from Central America. Have you heard about that? Like, no. I don't know if you remember. No, that. I don't remember that. So it kind of went away because... Like most things, right? The mainstream media starts to say, oh, these are right-wing conspiracies. Like, nothing to see here. Uh, Beto O'Rourke, Beta, Beta. He uh, he's like, this is a bad reputation. I'm from El Paso, a community who's you know thriving and love, and uh, it's a shining example. Which I love the 915, right? Yeah. And, and you know this, he, it's hatred trying to paint, put a bad light on our border town communities, trying to say that we're overrun with jihadists and and whatever radical extremists, Islamists, whatever. And it's like. No, we're not saying that. We're saying is there's probably X amount already here, and they probably aren't going to detonate themselves, but they might have some contacts overseas, and they might have some resources. You might get a couple new guys. Okay, have you seen the uh, the train, what is it, 1510 train to Paris or whatever the no. name? No. Okay, do you know what that's about? Nuh-uh. All right, it's about three Americans who were in Europe, like just vacationing, 
three dudes and they're hanging out they're going to different countries and they're like hey let's go to paris fuck it let's do france and i think uh two of them were like ex-military and, and the other guy i think he was just like their homie they all grew up together and the movie shows from the time they were in school and uh long story short one of these jihadists right terroristas you know got on the train with a backpack f- with a shit ton I'm talking about full magazines, banana clip, extendo, you know what I mean? Bam, big shit, Russian, das, AK, some crazy shit, right? He comes out the restroom, and uh, I think he has a detonator pack on, and he's already he already shot one dude. These guys saved the day. So the one gentleman who was, I don't know if he was Marine or Army or something, he uh, I think he was Marine, he fucking um, runs straight to the guy. According to the movie, homeboy's gun jams. You know what I'm saying? That whole click. Yeah. And then he fucking like tackles a dude. My boy knew jujitsu too. Hey. He had to end up taking his back, putting the hooks in, putting the heels in, RNC. I mean, they beat the fuck out the guy too because the other two dudes came, other people from the train came. In the movie, I mean, this guy was fucking superhuman strength. And like it took all these people to subdue this guy. Thankfully, the the other guy was also military, not not the main dude who choked him, but the other guy was like ex, he was army, so he knew how to take the guns apart, like un, make sure nothing's in the barrel, and then he uh, went to the rest of the train to alert them, like and like, hey, no, no, I'm one of the good guys. They're like, they're all like huddled up, scared because now they now the main marine guy now he has to save the person who was shot. He he had medical training. Now he's having to stop the blood, yada, yada. I think Clint Eastwood directed it. If I'm not mistaken, the actual people in real life played themselves. Holy That's shit. That's why the acting sucked. Oh. So Marisola the whole time, she's just like, why are we watching? This is so bad. <laughs> what the fuck kind of acting? That's how I know I'm a good actor because I compare my shit to them. I'm like, these, baby, these are... These are, these are uh, these are civilians. You know, they didn't phone Chingo Bling. I, you know, I'm like, they, you know, they could have had a little acting class with me. You know what I'm saying? I gave him, you know, a little tune-up, give him some chops. Would you have played the terrorista or one of the heroes? De los terroristas. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Um, no, I, don't, I didn't necessarily have to be in a movie, but but anyway, props to uh, Clint Eastwood for taking that chance and Damn. saying, no, I want them to play themselves. And... Um, I, I say that to say this. Yeah. The yeah. reason I bring it up is because if those guys hadn't saved the day, if those three Americans had, not, they got the uh, Medal of Honor from Paris, uh, oh, from wow. France, and all this stuff. And mind you, my brother, the president of France at the time, if I'm not mistaken, was was Mister. Hey, we're gonna echo what Germany just said here in the European Union. We're we're not fucking racist, bro. We're going to take in, we want at least 100,000. Send them. All right. This is a country of immigrants and we're not fucking bigots. Hmm. Send them here. He had to backtrack after a couple motherfuckers. After you've seen a head or two chopped off in the middle of the street and a couple malls blown up, uh, all of a sudden, hey, hey, you know what, guy? We, we can't be like Angela Merkel. We can't be like Chancellor Merkel in Germany. So this shit was going, this shit was happening in France and Paris and, um, countries that you would never think like uh and i'm drawing a blank but it might have been like sweden or brussels where you're seeing like uh jihadist jumps in the van mows down people i think at uh 
I think in Paris that happened too. Uh, Champ Champ d'Elysees or what? I don't know how to say it, but like we're all there, the avenue, historic avenue, all the shops. Where all the school began. Did you hear? Champ Champ d'Elysees. Ah, I, 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 I think I'm saying it wrong. But my point is, you saw this uptick in fuck shit mm. because you take in all these people. Now, when it comes to national security, when it my point is this. Don't be surprised when these motherfuckers want to blow themselves up in a mall. Don't be like, oh my God, how did I didn't this, see that coming? How did this happen? We've been telling y'all, Bill Malugan, Elon Musk, Robert Garza, <laughs> all the great names, Donald Trump. Everybody's been telling y'all this is not gonna end well for so many reasons. Why do you think that um Here's my thing. Maybe you can help me work through this this idea, this thought that when it comes to news organizations, new whether it's legacy media or even independent media, which we're, we're classified as one of those, but the ones that are pure journalism, mm-hmm. like even Tim Tim Pool says himself, like we're not a journalism podcast. We just we're commentators of journalism. That's what they do. We sim- do a similar thing. We're not news sources, but yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a lot of things that we talk about that you won't hear on the news because whatever reason, right? So are we news? But anyway, I digress. Are we more news than the news? Some might say yeah. there's less fake news on RPT. Yeah. But, um, like, and I always use breaking points as the example. Like, they're supposed to be one of these, like, independent media that's, like, so down the middle where they give you just the news, which legacy media should be, just give you the facts of what's going on. But obviously, they have their biases. One's a conservative, one's a Democrat or whatever, liberal. Um, but they get so into the nitty-gritty, like, the way I, the way I see it is, you and I, and I'll, or maybe just speak for myself, we're so in the weeds of, like, what's actually going on that we don't give a fuck about a lot of the minutia because I want stuff that's going to be voted upon by people. If you and I are in the weeds and we care about everything, we also care about the things, the bottom, the brass tax, the taxes, the money, the gas, the food, the this, the that. All of the other stuff that's like... What's the cost of a loaf of bread, cocksucker? Yeah, right. Uh, what's a gallon of milk right now? Tell me cocksucker. now, I'll vote for you if it's less than a dollar. Mm. But if you're telling me about like all of the people that were in like Trump's cabinet that might have like had certain files that were stowed away from this raid, and then we're going deeper and deeper and deeper into the weeds, the common voter doesn't give a fuck about that. Let's just be real. But if you don't understand all of the stuff that independent media tells you, you're like, you're lesser than, or you're not an educated voter. We're trying to give you the shit that really matters, right? And then later, if you want, go ahead and just keep listening. We'll talk, we'll dive into the minutia. But I, I don't hear any of the like important, like everyday stuff talked about on most shows. If are, that makes are you sense. basically saying that we provide a quality of value service? I mean, and are, are you saying that all the patrons that are all access tier should check their email because they're going to get a link Monday? To tune in to the live podcast where we hit them with more facts. That sounds about right. You know what I'm saying? All right. And yet these shows that have, you know, hundreds of thousands of viewers and listeners, and most of them too, bear in mind, they come from like they worked in the white or like as part of the White House press, or they've interviewed some of these like high officials or whatever. So they're kind of, you know, they make fun of also some of the people that come out of colleges and take these positions, but at the same time, the press who's, you know, conducting the interviews and rubbing shoulders with them also came from those schools and also came from those groups, right? So it's so funny. It's kind of heady because the media themselves are also in cahoots with a lot of the people that are in the positions of power anyway. And meanwhile, you have the fucking peasants down here that are trying to make sense of it all. But no, they're the ones you're supposed to listen to, only them. The reason I, I really need y'all to sign up at patreon.com forward slash rip hit the mileage. The main reason is... 
Hey, man, we out here taking fed chances, boy. <laughs> the Alphabet Boys, I know they got my picture up somewhere on a cork board with a red string connected to Jack Posobiec connected to band <laughs> back over here. This motherfucker, one time, he quoted Scott Adams. He was at a MAGA rally. Yeah, he knows Michael Berry, and this, they just fucking connecting the dots on my motherfucking ass. So the real reason, if you're going to see me one day, right away. is that them? Uh, are y'all here? That's loud as fuck. Alphabet Boys, is that you? The you know the real reason is pretty soon you're gonna see me on here doing the apologies like <laughs> you know like 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 one of these <laughs> like uh I I really I want to apologize to the regime and I will never vote that way again and you know what I'm saying 2020 was indeed the safest and most secure yeah. 2020 had zero shenanigans. <laughs> Those machines were not hooked up to the internet. They cannot be hacked. And I'm going to throw away all my Mike Lindell, my pillows. <laughs> they bought, They might let you take them into the gulag. Bro, man. First of all, man, I think, I think you ever just be feeling like you Neo in the Matrix and you know too much? Do you not know every day? And that, I hate saying that because then like, oh, do you think you're smarter than other people? Like, nah, maybe I'm just more vigilant. Maybe I'm just more observant than other people. But I do feel like that often. Well... I mean, a lot of these books are just entertaining. Like, I was never a history buff. Like, mm-hmm. you wouldn't really catch me just like, oh, I'm going to... I never thought I'd, I'd be like, oh, my God, I can't wait to read my other <laughs> economics book. Or yeah. like, oh, my God, I can't wait. Like, this thing about the rush, the Ukrainian famine, I can't wait. Do you think put, it's because you're getting older? But go I, ahead, finish with that. Well, well, to answer your question... For one, it's 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 just it's entertaining. Mm-hmm. Like for one, it's fascinating. I yeah. say that to be like, holy shit! If if what this author is is saying is true of what he experienced in the gulags in this time during Stalin and all this, like that's how they were torturing people. And you just see, I'm still on the torture section. I'm I'm probably on page two hundred, and it's just like, and they also can torture you like this, and they don't let you sleep, and then. Your co-defendant might snitch. You might say you didn't say nothing bad about the regime, but he said you did. And you know what I mean? Just fucked up torture. Psychological. I mean, some of the shit was crazy. Like the the hot rod through the fundio. The hot rod, which is probably going to scar and, and everything else. But anyway, that's got to make things really uncomfortable. But um, like, for example... If you see, you're seeing the FBI raids, mm-hmm. but you're also reading about regime politics and how, show me the man, I'll show you the crime, and they're just going to go after you. You know what I mean? Like, And then you, you might see like the stuff about the, uh, the open border thing, the um, America's covert border war. Yeah. And, then, and now you bring up this tweet with Elon Musk. It just, it just, like in other words, I'm reading between the lines. Bill Malugin, Malugin says, it's been 400,000 fiscal year, uh, this sector. Okay, that's one bit of information. Elon Musk chimes in and says, uh, what was his point? His two cents? Wow, the media is not covering this. Yeah. Okay, the media is not covering this. All the while, I'm screaming in my head, jihadists, terrorists, like not to mention cultural simulation, not to mention the, uh, we're in a fucking... Re- probably stagflation on the way to depression and this may not be the best time to have company and guests <laughs> so the economic ramifications that's a whole nother conversation right now i'm thinking about how much longer until one of these motherfuckers runs up in the mall 
And then that does a chilling effect to where that further affects retail. Mm. So the globalists are like, oh, very good, very good. No more malls shopping. I'm sure Jeff Bezos and Alibaba will be very happy with this. And you will eat the bugs and your larva paste. <laughs> so that's where, like, that's where my mind is. And then, so you know what I'm saying? So my family wants to go shopping. I got to play security. Yeah. You know, I got to be strapped. And now it's like, okay, well, I might be taking on some legal ramifications if I have to act and clean up y'all's fuck up, which is y'all should have never left, let this, the door open and let this motherfucker in. Now I got to take them out. Now they, now they going to paint me as the bad guy. Yeah. And Sonny Hostin and them. All, all the whilst, you know, um, regular Americans um, are trying to, here, say something while I fix this camera real quick. <laughs> Okay, um, Southwest Airlines just sent me a thing. Your boarding position is, I'm not going to tell you, uh, flight number. Be sure to obtain your boarding pass up to 10 minutes before. Exciting. You're going to oh, fly yeah. out of town. Hell yeah, I leave tomorrow. Phoenix, Arizona. Phoenix, Arizona. Come Back through. Back on stage. Wednesday night, tonight. By the time you hear this, Wednesday night, tonight. That's right. I'm working out some new bits. Like I said, I want to film my hour this year. No more game. So I was saying all the whilst Americans, regular Americans, you and I, people listening to this show, are trying to vote for, if we're just, if we're pretending that this system works as intended, which for all intents and purposes, it works better than almost any other system on the planet. Fight me if you want, <laughs> at me if you want. But we're supposed to believe that it's, it's secure, it's safe. You know, we're seeing these primaries take place. We got midterms coming up. We're seeing this red wave. I mean, we're from Cary Lake to all kinds of people. People are voting for who they want to represent them. Going back to the show like Breaking Points, it's supposed to be like the right down the middle, right, show that tells you just the facts, right, just what it is. They spent 30 minutes on the, one of the most recent episodes talking about the raid and this and the other, and Crystal Ball's take at the end of it was all, you know, and you know what American, or you know what Trump has done? He's made the, the party all about Trump. Trump has just made the Republican Party about him, and he's King Trump, and this, that, and the other, and meanwhile, like, I'm listening to it, and I'm just like, okay, okay, but like, the average American is trying to vote for a representative they feel represents them, their best interest. This constant, like, Trump king this, and everybody's going to need his endorsement, and all he's ever wanted was just to make things about him, and he cares about nothing else, and like, none of his policies like, were good. sounds like a lot of mind reading. It's a lot of mind reading, and it's all of it, it, it honestly sounds like a lot of TDS still, disguised as, I care about the people as an independent journalist and media personality, but also... Trump sucks. He thinks he's King Trump, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, that's not getting across to any layman. And it's definitely not getting across to the layman plus, like you and I, who are kind of in the weeds of things, you know? Like, who are you winning over with shit like that? I think one one little detail that Cristobal left out <clears throat> is the fact that you have this populist movement, you know, the deplorables, all the people that feel that they're on a fucking list, bro. Like at, at a jujitsu class, my um, my four year old was in jujitsu class. Another dad, he had to come and take his shirt. So of course, you know how you know you know me. So I'm like, hey man, I like your shirt. He's like, oh yeah, thanks, bro. And I was like, you know, usually I like to represent, man. Today, you know, you caught me slipping. I ain't got no flag, nothing. I was like, normally, <laughs> normally I represent way more. I usually got something, some freedom, some you know, come and take it, my damn self. And I was like, you know, people be getting triggered too, bro. He's like, oh man, dude, don't worry about that, bro. We got, you know, we got to represent, bro. You know, come and take it, bro. You know what it is. And I was like, you know, I, I do know what it is, bro. And I'm trying to let you know, like, I'm really trying to see if you just a lefty Larry in disguise. <laughs> but but anyway, um, the deplorables, the populist movement, the people that feel that they've just been 
just forgotten by this old system mm -hmm. of the Clintons and the Bushes and yeah. the Cheneys and the Obamas and these, these, you know, the old system that doesn't serve the people. Now, Crystal Ball left out the fact that the traditional GOP, the Rhinos, the Cheney, Liz Cheney, and all these people that they got to get the fuck out because they're just controlled opposition. Yeah. I don't know. Unit Party, Purple Party. It's like, Crystal, why not look at it as, you know, Trump being the tip of the spear of, of that particular, like the MAGA movement mm -hmm. is trying to like, yes, gut out and replace and get the fucking rhinos out so that you can start to have some real policy, some real change, some real shit get done. Like, you know, it, your average uh, Republican governor, I'll give you an example. There's only four states that border with Mexico. Mm -hmm. uh, two of them are blue. Uh, Abbott is one of the other two. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, you know, yeah, we give Abbott credit. Shout out to Abbott. I I've met him, you know, and, and we definitely want him to win over Beto. Right. For sure. By far. By any means. You know, but at the same time, it's like, well, bro, you comparing what you're doing to three other states and two of them are blue. Mm -hmm. So... It's like the bar is set so fucking low. Yeah. And I'm not saying you a rhino. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is Crystal Ball should look at the rift between who the fuck is Ultra Maga. You know what I'm saying? Like who who got a certain a certain America first type of agenda? And then who else is just kind of in cahoots, covering for, not really looking into shit, just kind of like, well, you know, I mean, hey, you know, no one's above the law. She's also fully convinced he'll be indicted. So she believes that he broke some kind of law. And or enough laws to where they're going to, you know, pursue criminally and put him behind bars. So I wonder if she's basing it off of like media reports, which are based off of like sources close to the matter say, <laughs> for example... How the fuck, this is for the mainstream media, how the fuck are y'all going to throw out things like nuclear secrets and the nuclear and the, and, and the nuclear plan, nuclear uh, whatever the fuck was on this, on a napkin at Mar-a-Lago next to some uh, Burger King rap, McDonald's wrappers <laughs> and it was ketchup on a wall and, and Melania, whatever. Okay, how y'all going to just th throw this out, just uh, nuclear? And it's like, follow up, bitch. So what, so what is it? Like... Instead of speculating more to trick more libs, like, oh, and, you know, hey, they they did say he was really cool with Russia. They might want those nuclear plans. And it's like, was there, what the fuck are you talking about? Because it depends on whether you listen to, like, Cash Patel, who was, who was part of his circle, was like, it's declassified. He's like, all, whatever was there is declassified. Mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And it's like, well, why did y'all not wear body cams? And why did y'all ask them to turn off y'all's uh, closed circuit TVs? Like, turn off y'all's cameras? Like, what the fuck is y'all doing? Yeah. And weren't y'all dealing with Trump and his lawyers? Wait, so the FBI got sent out on behalf of the National Archive Committee? Or whatever the fuck the name, the association, whatever the fuck. Like, what about, and, and, and it's what about ism, Chingo? It's yeah. like, don't Obama got 60 gazillion, million, trillion, Brazilian <laughs> documents that he got just sitting around. And what about Hillary's fucking server and, and the whole national security threat of all the bullshit and the emails? And, uh, but her emails. But her emails. But her emails. She really make merch? 
goofy ass. She really made hats. I'm with her looking ass boy. That picture, too, they used from like 25 years ago in the email. <laughs> they just photoshopped Old ass photo. No, nah, that had to be more than 25 years. Don't forget, all the patrons that are all access tier. Uh, what's the name of the uh, the tier right up under the all access tier? The agents. So the agents are our entry level. And well, we have the informant, then our agents. So yeah, so all the informants, all the agents, I apologize, you will not be able to participate. However, the captains and the all access will be able to chime in, chat, join, be a part of the first live episode this is a whole new episode is just for y'all really because you know we i mean i don't we're not gonna make that shit public no it's just for y'all it's recorded just for y'all live so stream every, just for y'all stream just for y'all and you get to comment um as we're wrapping up this episode i'm glad you mentioned that at the end uh, i was gonna shift over to the discord so we've got a lot of channels in there and um some of the my favorite ones that i asked people to post in today was RPG questions, which you can submit your questions. We read them on the show all the time. Great debates, which we've never really delved into, but people suggest topics to debate. You know, we called it the great debates. It could be silly things. The most recent was like, since summer's wrapping up, what do you hate more, like mosquitoes or flies? Um, and then the third one was, uh, we have a Libs Tweet channel where, where we get, we see some, I mean, there's so much shit on a constant basis. You don't obviously catch them all. I'll see some tweets in there that I can't believe. I think they're Photoshop tweets, but somebody actually tweeted this stuff out. That's why I recommend following a few lefty accounts just to see how they frame things and they, they perceive things different, uh, than obviously the people that listen to this show. Um, so we're going to continue these on, on Thursdays and Friday's episode, but uh, let's dive into at least one here. Uh, let's see. From the RPT questions, let me go and sift through. Uh, I'm going to say, let me see. Have you seen the Alex Jones movie yet? No, I heard it was okay. great. Okay. Have you seen it? Yeah. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you give me a, like a, just a synopsis of it? Basically, um, there's a lot of like behind the scenes, uh, nook and cranny, stuff like footage like it looks like some unreleased stuff behind the scenes type stuff where you get to kind of see personality and and like his mission and where he's coming from and um and just like the progression of like dude i met him when he was just he was the assistant to the actual guy he wasn't even the main guy and he was he was on radio and then this and then and what were they say what was he saying this is this part stood out what was alex jones saying about Waco and David Koresh and the Branch Davidians when it was happening. Do you recall that? I don't. And I'll just say this and I'll let you get back to the uh, to the debate. Sorry, man. Um, basically, the media at the time was telling me and everyone else that David Koresh was this crazy, dangerous cult member. Right. Uh, they were like harming kids. It was just a bad situation and the good old perfect, perfectly, you know, tip-top Magoo, ATF, had to surround them and they had to do what they had to do, and the shit caught on fire. We don't know who did it. And that's what the media was saying. It's like, look at these little Amish-looking people getting, you know, little house on the prairie people. We just saved all these women and kids and or whoever. We had to go in there and free them, right, for freedom and democracy. But Alex Jones was like, this is the fucking government overreach. This is the ATF fucking with these people saying... You got that shotgun got to be like this. Check the trigger. What kind of part is that? Where'd you get this from? How many of those? Where'd you get it? So on and so forth to the point where it was like this month long. I forget how many days standoff where they flying helicopters. They're doing all this shit for these people who are minding their business and they just happen to have some guns. So now you it's almost like that was the precursor of 
what they still trying to do today, all the gun grabbers, they trying to do it through the law. They trying to codify it. They trying to, um, you know, uh, myths, you know, all the shit that Coleon Noir mm -hmm. tries to debunk all the time. But to see what I thought Waco was as a kid when I was watching on TV and to see that, damn, Alex Jones really has been correct about a lot of stuff. And he, he and a bunch of listeners... They gathered funds and built a memorial like on that land. Like they built like a little chapel and put a plaque and basically saying this many kids were killed. This many women were killed like over nothing. Damn. So that was one of the things that stood out. I got to watch it. I've heard so many great things about it. <clears throat> um, I don't right. want to talk it up too much either. I mean, it's too late. <laughs> uh, Stevie Capone, Juan Vic Stoner brought to my attention that Warner Brothers is remaking The Wizard of Oz, written and directed by Kenya Barris. My question is, what changes do you think she and or Warner Brothers will make uh, when they make this remake? Will they make it as woke as possible? I think Kenya Barris is a dude. Isn't it the guy from Blackish, the guy, the creator of Blackish? She and or, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I, I thought it was a guy. It could be. You but anyway, mean. so basically Stevie's saying um, what changes might be made. Yeah, what do you think? Just remembering, Adaptation. I mean, it's been forever, yeah, but what do you think they could possibly well, change? Well, have you heard of The Wiz? No, what the hell is that? It had Michael Jackson in it. It was like the uh, more black-centric uh, version of Wizard of Oz. It was a big production. Uh, Michael, Michael Jackson, he was like a young, up-and-coming up star. If you want, you can pull that shit up. The Wiz? Yes, the Wiz, Michael Jackson. And I forget who else. I think Diana Ross or somebody. Uh, it was like the who's who of black Hollywood at the time. And celebrities and shit. So obviously, you know, had probably had like some musical portions, some, you know, choreography. Oh, no, I never even... Like just a different style. See? Mm. <clears throat> just like the way they did the makeup and the wigs. And it just had a different vibe to it. Um... It was at Emerald City, whatever, Wizard of Oz, yada, yada. Hmm. So the reason I bring that up is because I'm trying to think of how this will be adapted in 2022. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so I guess Stevie's worried, like, how woke, like, how non-gender, gender fluid is this going to be? <laughs> is this going to be the most gender fluid production? Some might say. Uh, you know, Joan of Arc in the UK, I think they're remaking the play, and uh, she was going to be... Um, I guess Joan of Arc was going to be like non-binary, gender fluid, trans or something. I can't wait to something get into like some, that. some of these topics in the future episodes. Uh, a lot of crazy stuff. We still have a lot of things to go through as you guys roll into Thursday and Friday. Um, this was fun, man. I think it was, a, it was a great public episode. I'm glad people know now that we're going to be doing some live shows on Monday, Monday, Mondays. Strictly for the all-access tier. And above. And the captains. And then we got an idea, too, for the captains, but we'll tell you that... Um, on the next episode. Yeah, and stay tuned to the Captain's channel. We're going to be doing more interactions for the Captain since uh, you guys are, you know, you really helm the ship here at patreon.com forward slash tamales. Can we shout out some of the Captains right now, brother? Yeah, well, who's, uh, I don't want to say that. I was like, who's your favorite? But there's so many of them. We don't want to just say one. But, um, I mean, Sparky, Sparky's OG. Sparky's been around since the beginning. Rhino Cop, uh, you got uh, Silent Meme Jordy's in there. Manny's in there, Manny Prado. And uh, we'll shout out more in the next one when I get the full list. But yeah, you guys, some of them been in there since we started the show, dude. Oh, since amazing. December, January of 20, December, Jan 2020, yeah, and 2021, January. When all my clips got taken out of context and they tried to do me like they did Gil. You know, they're going to, yeah, where that guy been? Um, they're going to do a documentary about you one day. You know that, right? I got to do it. Shit, somebody do it. I don't know. 
It's going to be Alex Jones style. Like How much do I get song. paid? How much did Alex Jones get paid from that shit for being a subject? How many do you think Kanye got paid for his doc? I don't know. Yeah. What if he got nothing? Think he got nothing for What if it? I got nothing? Because that's, that's, that, that feels like the pattern. <laughs> it feels like the pattern around here. Send these people out on a positive note. It's Wednesday. It's hey hump guys, day. It's hump, hump day. day. Hey, guys, don't, no complaining. Keep it positive. Let's stay optimistic. All right? Head on a swivel. And uh, although sometimes it feels like we know too much, although sometimes it feels like we're on a list, don't worry about it. I will see you guys on at a city near you, Legalized Freedom Tour. Sus.